This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. COVID scare of the condo collapse. The top official hugging, grieving families. He's stricken with COVID. Then the airline passenger duct taped to her seat. Now flight attendants have had enough. Self-defense classes for crews down like this and then I can elbow, elbow, elbow. And why all these people went bonkers at street parties across the USA. Plus, cheers and jeers for Trump. And a murder contract to kill a peacock. In the ad, it was in search of assassin. Who would order a mob-style hit on such a beautiful bird? This gentleman knew that he was part of our family. Plus, the teen who lost her leg in a shark attack returns to the ocean. I like his whiskers. Then, epic sing-along. How the Neil Diamond Classic has turned into a sensation overseas. Plus, the new Sports Illustrated swimsuit show. All shapes, all sizes. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvi and today for Deborah, a new worry for the search teams working tirelessly to recover those lost in the condo collapse outside Miami. A vaccinated commissioner who had been giving the nation updates on the disaster has come down with COVID. Stephen Fabian reports. A key local official deeply involved in the search for victims of the collapsed condo building has tested positive for COVID-19. And there are fears today that the virus has spread to those brave rescue workers on the pile. This is a very sad moment in our community. Jose Diaz, chairman of Miami-Dade's County Commission, has appeared at the daily briefings along with the mayor and other leaders. Just five days ago, he was photographed hugging family members of those still missing at a solemn event marking the two-week anniversary of the collapse. But on Sunday, after experiencing flu-like symptoms, he tested positive for the virus. Our chairman of the County Commission, Pepe Diaz, and his chief of staff have tested positive for COVID. Everyone who came into contact with Diaz will be tested. He's one of the rare breakthrough cases. He was fully vaccinated in March. Despite the COVID scare, work is continuing on the pile today. So far, 94 bodies have been recovered from the rubble. 22 are still missing. This way, this way. And we're getting our first real look at what it was like to live at Champlain Towers. 
This remarkable video was recorded by Fiorella Terenzi, who toured the building a year ago. She was interested in buying apartment 611. The luxury condo had been newly renovated, and what a view from the balcony. But she says she got spooked when she went to check out the parking garage, which was situated directly under the pool. She spotted puddles of water and cracks in the ceiling. Were you shocked with what you saw? I didn't want to spend one more minute in that garage. I just wanted to get out. So do you feel like your decision not to move into that building saved your life? I have a nightmare. I think about that daily. What if... The two-bedroom apartment was sold in December for $600,000 to another woman. She ended up surviving by running down six flights of stairs as the building was collapsing. It's happened again, another meltdown on a plane, this one ending with a woman duct taped to her seat. With more and more disruptions in cabins, self-defense classes for flight crews put on hold because of the pandemic are now back on. Jim Murray has details. With more and more passengers going nuts on airplanes and episodes of violence in the airways at historic levels, the TSA is conducting self-defense classes like this for flight attendants and crews. They will learn how to restrain out-of-control passengers. More than 3,200 reports of unruly passengers have been documented so far this year, including a passenger who had to be hogtied. Just last week, this woman was duct taped to her seat on an American Airlines flight after she tried to open the door to the cabin. She also allegedly bit a flight attendant. The duct tape woman yelled at fellow passengers as they disembarked. Back in May, a Southwest Airlines flight attendant lost two teeth after being punched by an irate passenger who refused to wear her seatbelt. More chaos erupted over the weekend. These passengers on an American flight from Los Angeles to Miami were told to keep their hands on their heads for an hour due to a security threat. Elbow, elbow, elbow. At Air Hollywood, I learned more about the training flight attendants will go through from self-defense expert Jennifer Cassetta. Your flight attendant, I promise you. The first thing you want to do is secure that. Drop your chin to your chest so you have more breathing room in your trachea, right? right? Then you can hit down onto the joint. You can elbow into the face. She showed me the best way to take someone down in a confined space, like an airplane. We have elbows, boom, boom, up against the throat. Okay. Or if for some reason he's behind me, I can elbow down to the groin. I can elbow to the face over and over again. Wow. The FAA says disputes over mask mandates make up for 75% of unruly passenger complaints on planes. She may have dropped out of this summer's biggest tennis events, but Naomi Osaka is getting lots of support at the ESPY Awards. Les Trent has details. Naomi Osaka. Tennis queen Naomi Osaka gets love-bombed at the ESPYs. Okay, hello, everybody. Um, thank you. She won the Best Female Athlete Award six weeks after pulling out of Wimbledon and the French Open due to depression and anxiety. Sprinter Shakari Richardson, who was barred from the Olympics after testing positive for marijuana, got support from host Anthony Mackey. How do you justify banning Shakari Richardson for smoking weed? And the new spelling bee champion, Zaila Avant-Garde, was a big hit on the ESPYs red carpet. It sure was a big weekend for sports with some epic events taking place. 
Here in the USA, thousands gathered at outdoor screenings for the historic soccer match taking place across the Atlantic Ocean when Italy beat England in the European Soccer Championship. This was the moment of victory at a street party in Manhattan. This is how it felt to be in the crowd. This is the celebration in San Diego, in the Bronx, and in Los Angeles. We are the Little Prince George was beaming when England scored a goal, but he was consoled by his dad, Prince William, when England ultimately went down to defeat. Italy triumphed after a nail-biting penalty shootout. Italy are champions of Europe. Now the three English players who missed their penalty kicks are being subjected to offensive comments. Prince William said in a statement, I am sickened by the racist abuse. It is totally unacceptable that players have to endure this abhorrent behavior. Neil Diamond's classic song, Sweet Caroline, has been adopted by many England fans. And this is a win-win for Neil Diamond, who could earn up to $10 million for Sweet Caroline being played at soccer games. A record crowd turned up in Vegas for this weekend's big UFC fight, but it was not exactly a memorable event for a social media influencer. She'd been hired to host the red carpet, but after she posted something cheeky about the gig, there was an instant backlash that led to her being fired. Addison Ray is in the building. This social media sensation is at the center of a firestorm today over her gig at the big ultimate fighting event in Las Vegas. Las Vegas! 20-year-old Addison Ray, who has 81 million followers, was hired to work the red carpet. But she caused an uproar with a tweet that said, I studied broadcast journalism in college for three whole months to prepare for this moment. There was an immediate backlash from journalism graduates who dream of landing a similar gig. Today, Addison tweeted, never mind, y'all got me fired. Although UFC insists Addison Ray was hired just for this one event. The fight between Conor McGregor and his bitter rival Dustin Poirier ended dramatically in just the first round when McGregor broke his ankle and fell to the canvas. Poirier continued to pummel him until the referee stepped in to stop the fight. But he was defiant as he lay on the canvas with his leg in a brace. This is not over! The fight wasn't the only big attraction. Donald Trump was greeted with cheers and some boos as he took his seat. He found a warmer welcome the next day at the conservative political action conference held in Dallas, where he repeated false claims that the 2020 election was rigged. The entire system was rigged against the American people and rigged against a fair decent and honest election. Even Fox News Channel put up a disclaimer challenging Trump's allegations. Donald Trump has said he has made up his mind about whether to run in 2024, but has declined to say what that decision is. We've covered lots of murder for hire stories over the years, but this is a new one. Someone hiring a hitman to kill a peacock. Yes, a peacock. Megan Alexander has more on this genuine head scratcher. 
He was a majestic peacock beloved in the neighborhood. He liked our chickens. He hung out with them. He liked the garden. He loved to hang out around people. The peacock wandered into Melissa Glass's yard six years ago, and she was so smitten, she gave him a name, Azul. He was the neighborhood mascot. So he kind of worked the neighborhood in the morning for little treats and things, and then would come over here and spend his afternoons and evenings. Now, a sickening discovery. Azul has been shot dead. Azul the peacock was found dead from a gunshot wound to his chest. Now the sheriff's department is investigating whether his death was the result of a murder for hire plot after a mysterious Craigslist ad called for the bird to be eliminated. This is the actual ad calling for the hit. The job is simple. Get rid of a wild peacock that is disrupting our lives. It called the bird loud as a car horn. This bird wakes me up every morning around 5 to 5.30 a.m. The ad also came with a satellite image of Azul's home in Humboldt County, California, along with these instructions. Please contact me so we can form a strategy to eliminate this bird and also to agree on how much you will be compensated. That, in my opinion, is a hit list. It's basically a bounty on the poor peacock. Local resident Kelsey Radent took screenshots of the ad but never thought anyone would answer it. It just makes me sad and angry. The community up here was just absolutely besides themselves. Peacocks are known for their loud mating calls. Last month, we showed you how hundreds of the birds had taken up residence in Pasadena, California. In that case, a peacock relocator was called in to safely take the birds to a new rural environment. Sadly, Azul never had that chance. The county sheriff's office tells Inside Edition a potential suspect has been identified and a search warrant has been issued, but no arrests have been made. Just as people flock back to theme parks post-pandemic, there have been a number of accidents on popular rides. The latest could have ended in disaster, if not for some quick-thinking heroes. A carnival ride is out of control. You've got to be kidding me. The base starts coming apart as the operator leaps off. From this angle, you can see that as the magic carpet ride goes round and round, the entire structure is swaying in the opposite direction. It looks like it's about to topple. It happened at the Cherry Festival in Traverse City, Michigan. Brave Good Samaritans rush in to help. Look at them risking their lives, and they push back against the collapsing railing. Finally, it comes to rest. Remarkably, there were no injuries, but a lot of frayed nerves. So scary. And we've all been there, frustrated in a massive traffic jam. Well, this guy hit his limit, getting out of his car and jumping right off a bridge in Louisiana into the water below. One problem, the river is full of alligators. Go swimming. The guy was eventually rescued, and police say he is now facing charges for the stunt. She's the team with the brightly colored hair who lost her left leg and two fingers in a shark attack. She survived thanks to her dad repeatedly punching it five times. Now she's bravely returning to the ocean. It's a triumphant return to the water. Paige Winter faces her fears head on in the middle of the ocean. It's the first time the 19-year-old has been up close with sharks since she was famously attacked two years ago off the coast of North Carolina in waist-deep water. The teenage girl whose life was saved when her dad punched away a shark is speaking publicly for the first time. There has been a shark attack. There's somebody in the water bleeding. I went into shock like really quickly. Did you think you were going to die? While I was underwater, I kind of 
came to terms with the fact that I was going to die, and then I kind of changed my mind real quick. I was like, no, don't want to do that. Paige now uses a prosthetic leg to walk. She's walking. Her story of survival is featured in the new special, Shark Attack Investigation, the Paige Winter story on the National Geographic Channel. I'm like holding my breath, shutting my eyes. I'm underwater, I can't get up. And I got up for a second, and I heard screaming. Biologist Dr. Mike Heithouse accompanied Paige on her return to the ocean. Despite the adversity, she was able to kind of see the perspective of what's out there. I mean, these are not animals that are, are targeting people or doing anything from a position of malice. So I think it just shows her maturity to really understand what happened. Shark attack investigation, the Paige Winter story airs tonight on the National Geographic Channel. Next, new heartbreak for Amanda Knox. It has not broken me. The personal story she's revealing to the world. Plus, the new Sports Illustrated swimsuit show. All shapes, all sizes. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Amanda Knox served almost four years in an Italian prison before being acquitted of murdering her roommate. Now she's suffering another heartache. Amanda Knox is revealing she suffered a miscarriage. She opened up about the painful ordeal with her husband, Christopher Robinson. It is one of the most existential crises that anyone can go through. The 34-year-old spent nearly four years in an Italian prison for the murder of her roommate before Italy's highest court exonerated her and set her free. Amanda reveals that her miscarriage happened last year at the height of the pandemic. It's actually one of the experiences that most approximates what it feels like to be wrongly convicted, to be quite honest because you're going about your life, you think you're doing everything right, you have no reason to think that something bad is going to happen, and then suddenly infertility falls in your lap, and everything that you thought was going to be true about your life is called into question. Amanda so, says COVID restrictions prevented her husband from accompanying her to her physician. Going into the OBGYN um, without my partner being able to be there to support yeah. me and discovering all of these bad news, um, was deeply challenging. The couple dived deep into the issue of infertility on a new miniseries for their podcast, Labyrinths. Because of the pandemic, I'm often kept at a distance. I can't, I'm on my phone trying to zoom in to the doctor's office while they're telling her that terrible news. While it's been an emotional roller coaster, Amanda and Christopher say it's not stopping them from continuing to try to have a family. Just like with my wrongful conviction, it's a thing that changes you forever. Um, but what I will say is that it has not broken me. It has not broken us. On their podcast, Amanda and her husband speak with other couples going through similar ordeals. Up next, the most inclusive Sports Illustrated swimsuit show ever. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. 
Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Before the release of this year's Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue comes a fashion show where all sizes were welcome. It's the most diverse group of models to ever hit the Sports Illustrated swimsuit runway. Women of all shapes and sizes walked in the new inclusive poolside show at the Mondrian Hotel in Miami. Plus size models Amanda Kay and Ella Halikas showed off their curves in strapless bikinis. SI says it hopes the event will help boost body positivity and redefine the cultural conversation around beauty by celebrating a diverse group of women. Turns out the diversity includes all ages. Rocking an orange two-piece is 57-year-old model Kathy Jacobs, who describes herself as the oldest-slash-shortest Sports Illustrated rookie ever. You go, girl. She looks beautiful. The swimsuit issue comes out next Monday. And next, the chicken whisperer. Finally, following the leader. This little girl from Ohio is the Pied Piper for her family's flock of chickens. Look at all those chickens following her. She's definitely at the top of the pecking order. Oh, too cute. We'll see you next time. If you like Inside Edition... You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.